Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Whoa, 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 whoa. Lois, this is not my Batman class. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here, Tommy. Where are you this week? That's the game uh, Adam and I are playing. Where's Tommy this week? Where in the world? Tommy? <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people who look just like him to throw us off, all standing around there. A bunch of people you're like, is that a red and white shirt? And you're like, no, it's a candy cane next to a barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> this paints a uh, pretty grim picture of our friendship that I would just be like, boys, I'm away. I'm not telling you where, though, but I am somewhere that's not Melbourne, and you have to guess. I've gone to the beach, or the fun fair, <laughs> or medieval times. <laughs> We'd like flying carpets. Well, he's certainly gone to the past. He's in bloody Queensland. All yeah. right. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, in Brisbane, I'm they're up more... Here with they're more forward-thinking than us now after last weekend, after the election. Yeah, totally. Well, not yeah. us, Adam. We live in the beautiful green seat of Melbourne. But, yeah, you're right. Queensland's going... Uh, they're going lefty. they got thrice the greens. They're like a fucking... If we're a bush, they're three bushes. Wow. Imagine. <laughs> if, I c- if I could have a wish for anything, I'd wish to have three bushes at the same time. Oh, dude, imagine that. Fucking yeah. You're um, in Queensland, but you're, you're done with shows and stuff, right, Tommy? I'm done with shows, yeah. I, I, speaking of Queensland being yeah more progressive than it has in the past, I got, I'm got i in Cairns and I got up here just in time for to be here as they pulled down a Captain Cook statue that's been here for Christ knows how long. So About 200 years. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> We've still yeah. got his house sitting in one of our nicest gardens. But yes. if you're all done with your live shows up there, then I bet you're feeling real annoyed that you, you don't get the pleasure of performing live for for probably months and months, if I had to guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've retired from live performance officially. Um, this The gig that I did at a distillery in Cairns was mine and net. I was like, that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm walking away. I'm walking away from the game. Um, no, we have a... Uh, what's what's that coming through on the newswire? <laughs> breaking news, Morse code is back as a primary means of communication between newsrooms. Um, yeah, we're going to do a live show soon. We're doing a live show, breaking news and breaking bad. The bad boys are back and we're performing live at Comedy Republic uh, in, yeah. uh, in July. July the 2nd, Saturday, July the 2nd, 5.30pm. 
come on down if you're in Melbourne and also if you're not in Melbourne, you can get a ticket, a streaming ticket to watch the show either live as it's happening or up until 24 hours after it has been on. So you don't have, if the time difference doesn't quite work out for you, you have a full day to be able to watch it. But it's going to be, yeah, they've got like proper equipment in there. They've filmed and live streamed stuff before. So it's going to look, it's going to look good. It's going to be good quality. It's going to be just about as good as, uh, you know, a very next best thing to being there in the room. Uh, So, yeah, you can get all your tickets uh, either live or streaming through comedyrepublic.com.au, I believe. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, there'll be a uh, a link to the to the ticket link as well in the description of the podcast. So have a look yes. there, and you can you can simply click it. You don't even have to remember a URL. That's right. Click it there, or go to our socials, which you still should be going and and liking and stuff. If you don't, because we post stuff there all the time, like videos that we're doing, and mm-hmm. and we show you little previews of what the Patreon episodes are each week. Um, if you've never signed up and you go and yeah, follow us on Instagram, probably is the best one. We'll tell you what we're doing every single week on Patreon as it comes out, um, which you should uh, yeah also sign up for patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod. Uh, we do a yeah an extra episode every single week. Last week we basically reviewed beat by beat uh, Top Gun, the original. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're very excited for Maverick, so we watched that all three of us and we reviewed that and um, yeah, we talk about TV and just stuff that happened to us that's weird and funny. So, um, yeah, patreon.com slash filthycasualspod. And uh, YouTube. we got heaps of stuff on the YouTube. Um, we're playing a, a full motion video dating game called Five Dates at the moment, which is uh, is really fun. We, we've pre-recorded it all and it, it went um, fantastically well. <laughs> Five Dates, yep. about the amount that you can eat before feeling sick. I reckon that's the maximum number of dates in one go before you're like, fucking hell, dates are rich. Yeah, yeah. Where's the main that's meal? Yeah. I'm filling bring up on out, dates. Bring out the, I don't know, what else did they eat in Indiana Jones? That monkey in the second one? Bring out the snake with baby yeah. snakes inside. I always associate dates with Indiana Jones because I would love to date Harrison Ford. But yeah, we got we got Patreon. It's Ju- it's giant June. Everybody go sign up. It's lovely June, and we're all enjoying. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we do the, this podcast, but not about video games. Is the bonus podcast basically? Giant um, June with a yeah. J for giant is a great. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's. I tell you what, it's not so fucking giant May in the world of video games news. Yeah, not a ton going on. Uh, it's very much, I think, the the post COVID lull of of people having, you know, th- this is the the amount of time after people stopped working for a bit where uh, mm. we're feeling yeah. that where mm-hmm. like the big news stories are like a oh, Sniper Elite Five is coming out. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, great. I got an email from the company making the play date asking me to confirm my address because they are getting close to looking at shipping my <laughs> play date out. And I thought, oh, finally, a big news story this week <laughs> to talk about on the pod, a confirmation of address email. Yeah. This is a huge scoop. With the word maybe in it 43 times. And yeah, <laughs> you're like, well, I currently live here, but by the time they ship, who knows? Yeah, yeah, they might need to send out another yeah, yeah. A second a second follow up. Lock can lock can happen in a couple of months, uh, which I assume is how much longer I'm going to be waiting. But boys, I'm up here in uh, I'm up here in Kansas. I said there's not a lot going on video games wise. I had to resort to um, 
getting myself uh, getting myself onto, I guess, what you could call some form of analog game. Okay. Um, only have the Switch and the mobile with me. Not ha- well. There's there's something on the mobile that we'll talk about a bit later. Not mm-hmm. much going on on the Switch. So uh, I was in a little market, and I bought myself a stress ball. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, okay. And, uh, the adults game. Z- Relieving that anxiety that builds more every day. Is it like, exactly. do you have a plain business stress ball or a novelty stress ball that says like, my boss's head on it or whatever? <laughs> uh, this one was, um, it was in the shape of a little uh, avocado. It was a little avocado with a face uh, on it and it had the, like, like a cross section and you could see the little seed thing in right. the middle. And he's right. Stress ball smiling. for cooks, a chef's ball. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say a stress ball a for millennials. Ball. A millennial stress mm-hmm. ball. It's a shame you bought that stress ball because now you can't afford a house. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's funny shit, dude. If yeah. you still had Twitter, oh my god. Are you squeezing <laughs> this because you're going to be living in a rental forever? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I mean, this is good comedy and we're treating it like it's terrible. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's review the stress ball, Tommy. <laughs> I would love to. I thought I was. Uh, I thought I was having a good time here in Cairns. You know, unwinding by the pool. Mm-hmm. You know, going snorkeling. My girlfriend's here with me. We're having a really nice time. And then, just kind of like laying on the bed, kind of fiddling with the stress ball. Burst it. Pop the stress ball. Yeah. How fucking. Within... Str- <laughs> 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 yeah, I thought I was pretty chill, but. I guess not. I've <laughs> obliterated this thing. What after it? like after an hour of owning it, I I smashed it apart. How what many does squeezes? Ball contain? Pardon? Ben, I'll go to your question first. <laughs> uh, Mr. President, Mr. President. <laughs> ah, damn it. How many how many squeezes did it take to burst? Um I would estimate somewhere in the region of 30, 40? That's a low number. Yeah, that's, that's not, not much. Many. Now, I've got, my question is a two-parter. Oh, God, mm-hmm. here we go. Here, this guy's bloody showboating over here. He just wants everyone in the press room <laughs> to look at him. Uh, uh, Adam, <laughs> Adam Knox here, just, uh, Balls and Beats Just wants magazine. everyone to know how much he know about how much he knows about stress balls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we uh, we're Balls and Beats magazine. We cover uh, all sorts of fiddleable balls, such as stress balls or rosary beads, those sorts of things. Uh, Mr. Dasilo, what in uh, your estimate would be the either in psi or uh, whatever measurement you want to give would be the pressure that you were applying to this stress ball and the second part of the question is what did the ball contain i'll take my answer off the air psi okay. stands for please squeeze it i believe <laughs> <laughs> well you know i was i was being pretty cuz the ones in the store that are like the try me mm. you know mm. the like the disgusting it's got like fingerprints and just grot all over it they're they're kind of like really loose because they've been squeezed heaps. But this one, because it was a freshie, that's actually like a myth. That's actually a myth. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you squeeze them; the body repairs. <laughs> it's not like the hand gets thinner the more it squeezes. So why would the ball get looser? It's just it's bloody MRA talking points. Yeah. Um. It was a. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty. Um. Taught, I guess you could say. So okay. I was, I was sort of being gentle to begin with, and then I was like, I was kind of, you know, I felt like it had a fair bit of give to it. So I right. was like, you know, really 
you know, really warming up, getting those muscles warmed up. Sure. And really, that is what it's really for. Really giving it a, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, Adam Knox here from uh, Relaxation mm-hmm. Equipment Quarterly. Um, so what was contained inside of the stress ball? I'll take my okay, answer on hard, the air. Hard to describe. A, th- a very, like, thick goop that sort of, like, all of a sudden I look down, my hand is covered in this, like, goop that's very, like, keeps its shape. Like, it's very thick. Flubber. You're talking yeah, about flubber. It sounds like flubber. It's clear flubber. It's ghost flubber. Okay. It's see-through flubber. <laughs> like when flubber and dies on the beach. <laughs> yeah, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, look, I hate to say it, but um, I then had to like go in the bathroom and kind of like wash it off my hand and just like chuck as much of it as I could in the bin. And then I realized, like, unfortunately, this substance shares a lot of characteristics with something that it would be unfortunate for a maid to just see mm. tons of. Just mm. chucked in a bin in a hotel room. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't so look, have ever seen that before either. <laughs> <laughs> not a, probably not in that volume, honestly. Like, well, I was gonna say, like in that consistency, it's like if they looked closer, they'd be like, "Is that alien come? Like, what actually <laughs> is?" So that? look, yeah, my review of the uh, avocado stress ball from the Cairns Night Market. Um, lot, you know, lot, had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Um, but just a very short experience. Right. Beat Not it, a lot of replayability at this point. Yeah, no new game plus. Mm. Um, yeah, just uh, so, yeah, be, be be advised. Like, it's a good time. It's like a Kirby game. It's a really good time, but if you're after something with a bit more longevity, this isn't this isn't the experience for you. Oh, mm. And this avocado stress ball does that, like, old Hideo Kojima idea of, like, if you die... It burns the CD inside of the PS3. <laughs> yeah. It burns the yeah. Blu-ray, so you're you get one shot. Uh, speaking of uh, Kojima, the biggest video game news in the, of the week, to my mind, has come out of uh, an interview with Norman Reedus in a magazine called Leo. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. uh, the May issue of Leo, which I believe makes this one. A Pisces? No. Pisces magazine? Taurus. This was Taurus magazine this month. God, I just I Googled it. To, uh, anyway, so uh, they were asking him, um, you know, about the end of The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead wrapping up and all that stuff and what he's working on next. And I want to find the exact quote here because I don't believe he said he's working on Death Stranding 2. Specifically, he said, uh, okay, here's the question and the answer. Okay. okay, so you got the book going on, you got the final season coming out, then the spin off, and you're filming Death Stranding, the video game. And Norman Reeder says, we just started the second one. Then they ask him, how did that come about? He says, he, Guillermo del Toro introduced him to Hideo Kojima, da da da. <clears throat> he loves all the mocap and thinks it's crazy technology. But yeah, so he basically. Confirmed they're working on a new... Because he says the second one, in that context, they do mention Death Stranding in name. So maybe it is a Death Stranding 2. Mm-hmm. It could also very reasonably be Norman Reedus being in the second Hideo Kojima, Kojima Productions up. game. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. as an actor again. But uh, 
That's that pretty language cool. does seem to suggest a second Death Stranding, though. The second it does. one, yeah. And then I, th- Hideo Kojima posted on like Twitter or Instagram or something photos of him beating Norman Reedus up with a barbed wire baseball bat. That <laughs> uh, <laughs> was like, keep your mouth shut. Although he also did although. a big post about Paddington too, which I loved. Oh there yeah, was a big, um, <laughs> was a big thing shouting out the movie, and then it was him with one of those like you know those very elaborate action figures that are like four hundred dollars of of Paddington, and it's yeah. like. <laughs> it's like a foot long Paddington that he's just yeah. taking a photo of himself hanging out with like their pals. You can <laughs> replace it. the uh the anorak with like plastic titties as well. <laughs> <laughs> as is tradition with that type of figurine. Um, um one um, thing that jumped out to me, uh just reading that quote as well, Knox, is that um so he says it took me maybe two or three years to finish all the mocap sessions mm. for the first one, which indicates if they've just started the second one. Death Stranding 2 is about two or three years away, at least. That would make sense, but I wonder if also that two or three years involves the Silent Hills mocap as well, possibly. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Because he was working on that, but I think yeah. that also kind of wouldn't make sense because PT came out in like 2014 or something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So And Death Stranding was 2019, so yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's makes sense cool. that it would be that long because like... Um, they are, despite being large and having a big name and everything, an indie studio, mm. technically, mm. that will take time to make a, a second game of that scale. But I'd be up for a second one, honestly. Yeah, I get yeah. yeah. What would you guys want to see in it? Um, would you be happy with just kind of more of the same, the, the traversal? Um, would you want it to shift it up in any way? <sighs> Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be cool for it to change at, at least enough to not make it feel like an expansion or whatever because I mean, I think in the past I've said and I do still think in some ways that that first one is absolutely fine as a standalone and could exist forever just as being a one-off. Mm. So it would be interesting to see them do something different if that different thing is done in the death stranding world or whatever. That would also be fine. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it would be, honestly. There's no... Yeah, I, I don't know that it can be... I don't know that what I want is, like, Metal Gear Solid 2. You know, like, I don't think I want the same genre just improved, you know? Like, and I'm sure there are improvements that can be made. Mechanically, things can be added. Story would be different, obviously. But, uh, I don't know. I feel like I I want him to do... a a different genre or something almost, you know, like do a, do a more action focused game, do a stealth only game where you don't kill anyone or, you know, something, do something more scary. I don't know. Um, Yeah. But but, I don't think there's a lot to be gained from that same kind of gameplay, but just in a different map. Like I don't don't really feel like that would be much of a different experience. I think a cool thing could be going further with the exploration and traversal stuff where you've got a much further distance to cover. Mm. Say you're going, I think Death Stranding was on like the West Coast, right? Say for whatever Mm. reason, you've got to deliver something to the East Coast and you've got this huge journey that you're alone for or whatever and make it like this more... And there's deserts Mm. and there's other sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's ways of... I don't know. Seeing it be pretty well confirmed i would say that it is in production mm. 
it mm. does n- now make me a little more like, you know what? I could go again. Sure. Yeah. 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 A prequel could be cool. Kind of see all that s- stuff as it was kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. I could suck that down. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I just know that he's capable of making games with like a bit more to them gameplay wise. Uh, and mm. I ended up really liking the silliness of the story and the seriousness of it as well. And uh, you know, the visual design is just like t- 10 out of 10. Like I think I, you know, yeah. I, I'd always felt that about it. All the trailers, all the logos, the, the you know, where technology goes. It's just like the best stuff in gaming. So I'm still interested or I'm still into it uh, if it is literally just, you know, more, more um, Sam, what is his name? Sam something uh, Bridges. Porter Bridges. Porter. Sam Porter Bridges, uh, you know, delivering things or, you know, getting somewhere to save the day. But um, I wouldn't hate if they take a like a big left turn with it and, mm. and unbalance and all their boxes yeah. fall on the ground. But like I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't hate it if they go, <laughs> this is the world we're in, but the games might be different kinds of games. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see them. I mean, I I think the implementation of the always online kind of stuff and the leaving things around for other players, mm-hmm. I think that's maybe the best implementation of that kind of thing I've seen in a game. I know it's kind of just an extension of what's in the Souls games, but the the way the mm. soul like the way it functions practically in the Souls games doesn't really do it for me. It's just these like kind of prank messages in my experience that are littered around that for me don't really add anything to the experience, whether they're off yeah. or on. That's just me personally mm-hmm. how I feel about it. But with the Death Stranding stuff, it's like the the fact that you know that a real person has made this bridge for you or left this ladder here to make it easier. I thought that was like just such a neat, yeah. just such a neat feeling. And it was like a generally, uh, generally speaking, like a, a very helpful and supportive community. I thought that was great. So like kind of more of that and a... And a refinement and even or like broadening of that, mm. I think, would be interesting to see because they really pulled off something pretty great there. I think having everyone kind of pour coins into the same bucket mm. or whatever yeah. you would say was mm. was a cool way of doing uh, that type of multiplayer. I I, I agree. Mm. Um, I think it's the exploration stuff though for me, maybe just because yeah, like that type of game appeals to me where you got a a big task. And you got to figure out how to do it. <laughs> Speaking of big yep. tasks that people are trying to figure out how to do, this PlayStation Plus rollout <laughs> oh, stuff yeah. seems to be going bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, people are getting real mad about it, which, hey, people on the internet getting really mad about something that at the end of the day isn't that important. Who could have seen that coming? But, yeah, I saw a lot of tweets and stuff of people being like, now, did I misunderstand or am I going to have to... So the thing is, people have bought like three years of PlayStation Plus as it exists at a at a big discount. Various times a year, PlayStation uh, Store does these big discounts, and I currently have that. I've got I've got until twenty twenty five or something. I'm pretty sure stacked or four, like, right? Because they did it for however much percent off at some point. I was like, well, I'm going to have it anyway. Might as well save some money now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I just do it year by year, uh, but I just buy a year when I see them discounted because they discounted every year. But right. people who I think... It's not people who are like actually in the process of upgrading because it's only been rolling out in Asia uh, territories, but it, people being like... So in the fine print, if I'm reading this right, if I have... 
um, three years of discounted PlayStation Plus, and I want to upgrade to the the comparable tier in the new service. I've got to get that new service for all three years and not at a discount. Um, I like think you- it's when you're yeah when you're going up a tier because you automatically move over. So if you've got PlayStation Plus now, you automatically move over to Essential and you're not paying anything else. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to go up to Extra or Deluxe or whatever the fuck that one in Australia is called because our internet is too bad to stream games. Yep. All Star or something, whatever they are. Whatever that one is. Uh, I think it is Deluxe maybe, yeah. Then you'll be paying the extra difference between what would have been the upgrade price and then filling in the the discount. The discount. You got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that sort of make sense? But then also Sony, some parts of Sony are saying, no, 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 we won't do that. And it, then other people, they send emails to, were like, yeah, yeah, that's the case. So it seems as though there hasn't been an effective like internal communication of this or no. they've changed their mind at it some looks, point. It looks like the latest thing that Sony have tweeted, so 6 a.m. today, our time, I believe, okay. um, says, due to a technical error, players in Asia who have previously purchased a PlayStation Plus membership at a discount, have been incorrectly charged for their upgrade pricing. This error has been fixed, and impacted players will receive a credit. We thank you for your patience. Cool. So it I looks mean, like they would... didn't figure out probably their billing system, and this is one of those bugs that they you know you discover when you launch something, right. which happens with literally everything that has ever been launched. Um, but people were real pissed off about it. Yeah, even the people who were... Just uh, speculating it was going to happen to them, people in in the states and stuff like that. Yeah, so, they've released some like game lists and stuff for that too, um, which are a little thin so far. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like uh, they haven't uh, said every game yet. I'm I'm pretty sure. So this is still like a pretty early on list where they've given some examples of like, hey, guess what? You'll play Ape Escape and uh, like. Right. Jumping Flash and Hot Shots Golf on the PS1 and like just kind of a weird little collection of of like oh everyone was hanging out for Fantavision on the PS2 right <laughs> we all wanted to play that that fucking fireworks game from the launch but um yeah I don't know it's it's coming along and June 23rd is the date here and earlier everywhere else but right. um I don't know yeah it's still not Really the sort of thing where that's uh, getting me to wrap my teeth around a bullet and chomp down yet. I'm not... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to upgrade. I'm just going to get... Yeah. I mean, well, I guess... we In in Australia, we have either default or the or one extra tier. So we either get the one that has... The, the most we can get is the one that has everything except for PS3 games. It's like a custom tier for here like it's okay. everything except for ps3 game streaming because we can't the internet isn't good enough here to stream games reliably but but what mm. if we're if you just have ps plus now yeah. what does that turn into that the same thing it's right. just the basic thing you get that you get the same stuff you've always gotten the the like you get two monthly downloadable games now which they've slowly been reducing that number over time and that's the cloud right. storage and whatever yeah the next one up you get like a bunch of ps4 games and ps5 games are the kind of backlog there and then the next one up you get ps1 2 and p games right but and in the rest of the world ps3 games as well right 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 okay so, 
I think this uh, yeah. is, uh, if I'm looking at the right thing, May 16th, 2022, yeah. All new PlayStation Plus game lineup. So they like chucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla on there, Demon's Souls, the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, 2K22. Um, We're in an unusual position where a bunch of these games we've played as well because we try to keep on top of stuff for this. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It certainly is more appealing, like the demos and stuff that you'll get, the, the the free trials and whatever, are more appealing to the people who don't, you know, keep as regularly up with games as we do. Mm-hmm. And I've looked at, uh, there's been a couple of videos go up of like the PS1 games and how they're running and being dealt with on a PS5 and mm. they look fine. There's like some sort of filters and stuff they're doing that look okay. It looks all basically as you would want it to. So it's not bad. It's just... Uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it, it is uh, a pricey way of doing a service that is comparable with the Nintendo Switch Online one, which is much cheaper, rather than being comparable with Game Pass. You know, the the fact that they're not right. doing those day right. releases uh, yeah. does in, in hinder it for me. Yeah, I, I yeah, I do think just personally though, what you get in the yeah, extra premium and and deluxe plans is way better than anything that Nintendo have offered like cuz it's not just retro games like it's they they're adding like um i mean what have the returnal uh the spider-man games like the like as in you know the new spider-man and miles morales um the infamous yeah, games true. uh and I, it's like i say it's probably easier for me to overlook that sort of thing because i played the majority of those games at the time you know? yeah like we got uh yeah. celeste city skylines far cry 3 and 4 uh for honor hollow knight guardians of the galaxy i'm trying to outer wilds red dead redemption 2 resident evil soul Cal- like the the there's a lot of games that are like recent games and then yeah as well there are like tekken 2 worms armageddon you know stuff like that so at Bioshock, like they're they're adding a lot to the what is currently like the PlayStation Plus library collection thing, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's still. I think a lot of it is seems to be based around the idea that, and it, it's a it's a little bit irrelevant at the moment because people still can't get PS fives. But when they can, when they're a little bit more readily available, just getting it stacked up so that it's like day one out of the box, you just pay a fee and then you just have all this stuff ready to go. Mm. It kind of feels like that's what... And they kind of already had that with that PS Plus uh, legacy collection thing. Like, I think if you just... If you sell that to someone of like, hey, you don't even need to worry about when you're down at the shop picking up another game with this because right. you, you just... you Like, you plug it in, yeah. you put your credit card in, you pay your fee and then... You just set all this shit downloading, and then you've got all this stuff that you haven't engaged with yet, or that you, you know, that you've, yeah, never had because maybe you're a, you know, maybe you're someone who never had a previous console before. So, yeah, like I think it's a smart move in that sense to just if 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 you make the sell, like, hey, this is all here for you on day one when you finally get this, when you can finally walk down to the shop and get one of these consoles mm. in 2029 or whenever that's gonna be. Yeah, I, and like it, it isn't bad. It just it's in between how good Game Pass is versus the the Switch Online thing. Where the Switch Online, you get all the old games, but it's much cheaper. Xbox mm. Game Pass, you get brand new games, and it's the same price as this. And this one is kind of in the middle, where you get a bunch of more recent and older games, but not new games. But it costs the same as Game Pass. 
Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, but and they, the, and the, yeah. like Game Pass is good. Like I'm happy to pay ten bucks a month on PC to pl- try new games. But in terms of stuff that I keep in my collection, there's like one game. Uh, I've got Crusader right. Kings three, and you know, like I compare it to this list. Like most of these games are like actual bangers. Like the, there's games that I've bought physically and keep and play over and over again. There's Uncharted, there's, you know, Last of Us, there's well, that, yeah, Eternal, that's kind the, of the... there's Demon's Souls, Blood, but like there's games where it's like, I would have bought this to keep for the rest of my life um, as opposed to Game Pass, which is a bit more ephemeral. Like if you play multiplayer Halo and, and stuff like that, obviously it, it pays for itself pretty much, but... Um, well, that's free to play anyway. Well, it, I guess, yeah, if you play... What is something that you k- want to keep in your Xbox game I, past library? I think rather than keeping stuff, it is that trickle of brand new stuff coming in that you get to try out is the most appealing thing yeah. to that, for sure. Yeah. Mm. But, like, I guess that Master Chief collection stays on there or, like, whatever. But then, yeah, like, the th- the that's the last thing I was going to say is the reason which I've already kind of said, but this is like, hey, get a free pass to come see as many movies as you want during the year for a set price. And I'm like, well, I don't need that because I live next to a drive-in and I just lean out my window and look at them. It's like, (laughs) yeah, you can get movies in a different way, but this is good if you don't have that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And, Um, you know, there's enough people out there who are like actually rabid Sony people or just not, maybe not rabid, people who have just always had playstations who were like yeah awesome like i get all these these games and you you know my online stuff and old stuff that is less easy to access who you know if they're they're not emulating um i don't know yeah yeah it just then becomes 120 dollars a year more expensive than game pass if you want two new games a year you know and then that that that's the sort of thing that if they were able to sort of fold that in then this would be a hell of a thing Mm. at some point um kind of the sort of thing that maybe if you really wanted to splurge you could grab a ps5 and a subscription <laughs> to this for a father's day present for your dad but boy that would sure be a, a big expenditure maybe there's something more value packed that you could get um, i was gonna say speaking of folding it in um that's very good <laughs> advice for <laughs> Look, if you get really excited by personal grooming, like we do, then you should check out Manscaped.com. That's right. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in men's personal grooming. Is that their slogan? I've, I, it should I be. It, it should, should be. be. Um, gentlemen. I think it's uh, Eat Fresh. Is that that? Yeah, I think that's the jingle. (laughs) Gentlemen and ladies, Father's Day is just around the corner in America and I assume the Northern Hemisphere. And our friends at Manscaped. I don't know. No, it's in like September because my dad's birthday is in August and then he gets Father's Day like two weeks later. That happens to my mum in April and May. Right, right, right. Right. Doesn't that give you a fucking heart attack? You're on the socials and you just see all these like people yes. posting that it's Mother's Day and you're like, oh my God. Oh no, hang on. They're all American. They're all Yanks. <laughs> but if you are a Yank, or a less derisive term for American, uh, Manscaped are here to ensure that all the father figures out there uh, are looking like daddy material this June. 
Right. <laughs> Manscaped's performance package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. Or any okay. or young hair as well. You could get either. With this. Ca- yeah. Well, you could be a young father. This right here is no dad joke. Correct. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. There was. There wasn't one. Mm-hmm. Treat him and yourself. And join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FILTHY at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Yeah. So that's all dad stuff. That's all dad related. Yep, yep. Yeah, putting daddy on a box to your father is weird, but all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Father's Day, Zaddy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, put this on your privates. (laughs) Um, But yeah, manscaped.com. Use the code FILTHY. 20% off free shipping. Amazing deal. Uh, As we've said before, fantastic products. But Um, but Ben, mm. the problem is I'd love to get this for my father, and that is the only term I will refer to him as. Yeah. Yeah. the problem hey, is he's, father? <laughs> he, he's constantly checking information going into and out of my IP address. Oh, he's one of those like very strict parents. Doesn't let mm. you, for instance, order him personal grooming things online. He checks every, every in and out. That's right. So I don't know how I'm going to get around that and order him a Father's Day gift. Well, you could use the services... Of NordVPN. That's right, NordVPN. This episode sponsored by NordVPN. It's so funny <laughs> when people say that's right in ads when they're like, ah, it's NordVPN, as if people's reaction is like, oh my god, no way. <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> no, it's Nord- not. <laughs> I'm Reed speaking Richards. the truth, NordVPN. Uh, of course, uh, for all of us and all of our listeners, we're all very online people. We buy shit. We uh, do net banking. We uh, send private documents. We write comedy, mm. which needs to be heavily locked down by extreme <laughs> security. People, yeah, people watermarked cons- with the name of the person you've sent it to over the top of it. So That's if it right. leaks online, you know who the rat was. Yep. Mm. Yep. Um that's that's Adam's joke about the hot tap being too hot, but the cold tap being too loose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've noticed it about my house. Uh, well, if I wanted that level of security, I've got to send some documents later and maybe I'll activate my uh, NordVPN, which is a very easy-to-use app mm. and it protects you in terms of security and identity and also lets you uh, travel the globe from the comfort of your own Fucking lazy fucking ass. That's right. It's not just for security. You can go watch stuff on the BBC, the ABC, the uh, Beeb, the Abe. Change your Netflix region so you can watch like Twin Peaks on Netflix, which is something you that can I cancel did. Netflix in fifty different countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to use uh, NordVPN, which we recommend you do, we've been using it as just like non-endorsement, you know. People, Knox and I have used it for years. Um, you can get a grip of really good deal, uh, and it's exclusive uh, by going to nordvpn.com/filthy or using the code filthy anywhere on the website. You get a huge discount, you get additional month free, and you get a little gift. Uh, and there's 30 day money money back guarantee as well, so it's risk free. But you won't want to get your money back back because NordVPN is the best VPN on the internet. I love it. I swear by it. Um, so yeah. If you yeah, want to get it, which you a, should. 
I held up a printed out copy of my subscription to NordVPN when I uh, had to uh, put my hand over it in court. That's how <laughs> yeah. much I swear by NordVPN. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you were sworn in as the Prime Minister, you didn't swear on the Bible, you swore on NordVPN. That was it. I was raised by a single father who didn't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's my backstory that I'm going around uh, with. NordVPN.com slash filthy, massive discount, bonus month, bonus gift. Uh, You'd be crazy not to. Um, Tell you what else was a good deal was the price of free for uh, something I've been meaning to get around to for ages. I think it came out late last year Mm -hmm. uh, for the anniversary of... It's so it's for the anniversary of Kid A and Amnesiac, which came out in 2001 and 2, Radiohead albums. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's still the 20-year anniversary of the pair. Right. And I uh, finally went through Kid Amnesia, which is uh, the sort of virtual museum that they put out uh, on PC and on PS5. I think it's just those two. It is uh, just a free download. It's made using Unreal. And uh, it's very cool. Mm. You certainly need to like Radiohead already going in. I'm not yeah. sure how much you're going to get out of this if you've never heard these albums before and don't right. particularly care for the band because it's it's basically like a, a large kind of modern museum set up with a few, you know, like stuff that you couldn't do in a real museum, like big kind of creatures walking around and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you travel through at ideally a slow place, and the thing is covered with um, very radio-heady artwork, so it's lots of sort of scrawled-out nonsensical notes on the walls and uh, sort of hand-drawn little uh, uh, pictures, but then also kind of cool graphic paintings and uh, a, a big variety of stuff, and then a lot of like sort of light shows and strange rooms and interesting um, uh, video gamey kind of design stuff being it- done with the spaces that are in this museum because it is, of course, a game. So you can do lots with particle effects and lighting and and, um, and then, of course, with music. Uh, it might not shock you to learn this, Knox, but that Radiohead-y artwork was all done by the guy who's done all of Radiohead's artwork. Yes. So it is <laughs> It is made by the band and the guy... Oh, it's like fucking Simon... What's his name? Stanley Donwood. Stanley Donwood. That's it. So... Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy who is, you know, the sixth Beatle. And then he joined Radiohead as well. He's very, very, uh, uh, per, what's the word? Prolific. Prolific. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's a painter, he's a designer, he's a drawer, apparently. Right. So it's a lot of his stuff, designs on the walls, and then, you know, there's credits at the end with, with everyone sort of contributed ideas. Uh, and it's well made, you know. Mm. You're you're walking around these creative little museum pieces that uh, it feels kind of like one of those like Fortnite concerts we've had a look oh, at in sure. the past. Yeah, right. Where you're yeah. being taken through this music video. At points, it kind of does that. Will run you through like a thing happening around you or to you or whatever. Mm. But most of the time, you're sort of walking around these rooms at your own pace that have. Uh, different sort of the stems of the different songs from the album fading in instrumental parts and doing sort of weird mashups with multiple songs from the two albums and some right. from outside of them. You'll have to stand in a room for quite a long time for some bits to flow in and out and stuff as well. So it feels very 
very much like being in a really good gallery where mm. you, if something connects with you, spend some time there so that you can, and maybe it'll progress a little bit, you know? Um, lots of different ideas in there, not particularly long as well. So if you've got a spare, I mean, you could do it in like 30, 40 minutes, but if you've got like an hour and a half, two hours to shut the lights off, if you mm. like Radiohead and really sink into it, it's uh, it's a good time. It's a really cool little thing for a band like that to put out. I really like when these sort of multimedia things like this come out. You know, it's like a lemonade or whatever. Right. Where it's like, oh, there's this cool other format that this musician yeah. is, is using to um, explore their music. And especially when it's revisiting 20-year-old material like this, it means you can tell they're not being precious with that stuff anymore. It's long enough ago that they're like, oh, we can reflect on this properly and have a bit of fun with it this time. So they're bringing in and out different tracks that sort of match up with each other or, yeah, like sucking out one little 10-second portion of it and exploring that further and stuff like that that really, really uh, was 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 cool for me. I'm a big fan of the band yeah. and um, of these albums in particular. So I'd love to see more stuff like this happen in the future because i think this was a really really cool and um like appropriate use of video games as a thing and video game engines as a visual Mm. um you know platform right i think that uh it, it really works well and is a a lot of fun to go through if you've just been putting it up like i don't know why i, I always knew it was the sort of thing where i want to you know, put the lights off and sit there for a couple of hours. Mm. So I always put it off. Yeah. Finally got around to it and um, had a good time. And well, yeah, guess still what? free to the best of my knowledge. You can thank COVID for this, Knox, because this was meant to be a physical exhibition and ah. they cancelled it. And they that's why they pivoted to, to digital. It was meant to be real. It was meant to be in London or something. And um, right. yeah, they, they moved the whole thing. They retained all of the like, creatives, it seems like. People who are set designers, people who are like... Um, yeah, b- make exhibitions and they all work together right. on making it digital, which is That's awesome. really cool because it does. Ex- there's, there's certainly areas of it that are just set up like a concrete warehouse. Like they really right. look like you're in a gallery and mm. have that exact feeling. And I suppose based on that would be modeled off of floor plans of a real gallery because if they'd already done some of that design work... Yeah. And then this has come along and they've been able to go, okay, well, what if this staircase goes on forever? And right, what if right. at this bit you fly and what that sort of stuff? So mm. uh, it, it it really works. It's a very cool thing. And if you like Radiohead even a bit, maybe go and listen to those couple of albums first and then jump into this thing and uh, have a little walk around. Mm. Speaking of yeah. uh, absolute works of art. <laughs> <laughs> Reflecting back. On a rich artistic legacy <laughs> yeah. that goes back 20-odd years. I- iconic things from other media being uh, <clears throat> explored further in the through the medium of video games. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the radio head of uh, television animated comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom York is family guy. Okay. Johnny Greenwood is American dad. Colin Greenwood <laughs> is king okay. of the hill. Mm, and yep. uh, Phil Selway is uh, the other one, the space one that I still don't remember the name of. Solar oh, opposites. Yeah, that's solar the one. opposites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, Ed, uh, Ed, whatever, isn't one. He's not in there. Ed O'Brien. Ed O'Brien. That's it. <laughs> I wanted to say Ed Harris, and I knew it wasn't that. 
<laughs> Ed Harrison radio. Yeah, sick. This song's yeah. terrible. We should do a song about the military. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, warped cart races. Um, we we hyped it up a few weeks ago. Mm. It finally dropped on Apple Arcade. Uh, last week, I've been playing it. Um, I was uh, I was sharing an Airbnb in Brisbane with our friend Cameron James, and it was very embarrassing to have him <laughs> discover me playing a family guy racing game on my mobile know. phone and have the, to be like, it's work, the, it's for work. The man who's built his career on loving Mike Myers surely can allow <laughs> you yeah. the indulgence of family guy. Well, fun- funnily enough, he when he saw that, he was on his way into his bedroom to record a podcast about that new Mike Myers show that's just oh, gone up on Netflix. Right. So, yeah, we were both <laughs> we were both God. engaging in some very wish, embarrassing stuff under the guise of employment. Yeah. Wish I could have been there to beat you both up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I, shut up! I'm I'm watching a Radiohead video game. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm wishing I had the courage to ask for weed off of someone. <laughs> So that I could have been high when I played this, but I'm too socially anxious to get marijuana. Uh, so, so warped I think cut we races. Expected this game to be a, a bit of a joke, right? Like I yeah. went into it being like, oh yeah, this will be you know whatever worth doing for the pod because we've talked about it, and then I think uh, we're all having the same experience where. We all really enjoy it. It's a really fun cart racing game. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. it's. Uh, I'd, is it Apple o- Arcade only? It is, yeah, yeah. I had to jump back right. on the arcade. So you're, <laughs> you're talking, though, that means cross-platform. You're talking Mac. You're talking iPhone. You're talking iPad. Mm-hmm. You're talking mm-hmm. Apple TV. And you can pair a controller with it. So it is Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Yep. No surprise there. But how closely they've been able to approach the feeling of Mario Kart 8 specifically mm-hmm. and like the the highly tuned well-made controls of Mario Kart 8 they've really gotten close yeah so they on all platforms you don't have to accelerate that's correct you are just constantly yeah, moving forward and you can sort of break a bit but it's just yeah. ditches the accelerate button and you've got basically you know the ability to turn the ability to hop and mm-hmm. the ability to shoot an item that's it. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because yeah, I've I've played it on MacBook, but not with a controller yet. Uh, just with the keyboard, which still worked surprisingly well. It's like mm-hmm. you know, WASD, uh, space to shoot stuff, uh, right shift to hop and drift. Um, but yeah, you're right. The, the controls honestly feel exactly like Mario Kart. Like I didn't have really any moment of adjustment aside from it being on a keyboard. But um, mm-hmm. it feels really, really good. The boosts and stuff are all there. A lot of, you know, little jumping, gliding, and a bunch of stuff to unlock. Like, even throughout the prologue, it introduces you really well to, like, little antennas, little outfits, obviously new carts, new gliders, all of that shit. And you're unlocking that stuff as you go through a fairly high number of tracks in this sort of career mode. Mm. Uh, It'll get you to go through. There's 16, right? There's four for each show, I think. Right. You do as a little cup. Yep, yeah. and that, I think you got five characters from each show as well, mm. and then a, a pretty, you know, quite a lot of customizable stuff from like you know lawn mowers as carts from King of the Hill, or mm-hmm. like a CIA car from American Dad, that sort of thing. Yep, um, and the progression is sort of fun because you get these um, challenges in each race, mm. where on top of like you know win the race if you can, is 
drift for X number of meters or whatever, or uh, glide for this long, or shoot three people. Yeah, right. Uh, which is a fun extra layer on a, a racing game that I can't remember really seeing done like this before. It's yeah. sort of like a Project Gotham or something like that, where you've got these almost Tony Hawky kind of objectives to be thinking about at the same time as racing, which really adds something. It's a it's yeah. an engaging yeah. mechanic. It um it feels maybe because it's free to play with a subscription service uh, has added to my perception, but it feels a bit Fortnitey. Um, except because Fortnite, we've played it, we've talked about it. There's videos of us doing it. It has challenges, you know, and you you can accept them or not. Mm. You can engage with them or not. Mm. But it does have those challenges within every battle royale game of like you know headshot five people or whatever. I just always ignored them. And in this, because they I think integrated well from the start, like they start off incredibly basic, um, and then build up as you go. I'm engaged with them. I'm enjoying being being able to tick mm. off these challenges. And mm. yeah, like you said, Nox, it does add something to, to the existing gameplay, which is classic kart racing. Yeah. I went back and played some Mario Kart 8 after this to be like, I can't, I've got to be imagining that it <laughs> feels exactly the same. And Mario Kart is still like just a little, a little tighter, but this is very good mm. for the sort of scale of game this is as well. It's got these like, so it's got voice clips from the different shows that are taken <laughs> yeah. from the shows yes, yeah. and are basically irrelevant to any context they're being delivered within inside of the game. Yeah, they're yep. sort of, you can see why they've picked them, but they're like, right. they're not, they're vaguely in the realm of like, you know, you get hit by a shell and then there's like something that you're saying where you're like, oh, I can, uh, yeah, I can see the, I can see the logic in right. taking this clip, but it's like, yeah. It's never spot on. It's like it, it's kind of like sixty percent of the way there, where it does seem slightly incongruous. And that's, I mean, mm. it's all the presentation in the menus is great. The yeah. characters are well animated. Those vocal clips, like they, they it, there's something to be said for them them being in there at all. But it well, does. And there's certainly a lot of them that come up. And sometimes that, like you say, sometimes you can see where they pulled them. Where like you know, you'll 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 win a race and be like. Well, that's my work done for the day or whatever. Yeah. I don't know which yeah. one of them that was. <laughs> uh, Lois, I, uh, I managed to pull it off <laughs> or whatever. I'm a dog. And, but then yeah, some... I'm a normal character and I'm happy I've finished the race. <laughs> that was Brian. Sometimes you'll win a race and it'll be like <laughs> just something I would like, hey, quick, get in the car, everyone. And like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> Peg just is, ran out. Does... Peg, Peg, dinner ready, Peg? Yeah. <laughs> Because there is a lot of it that's like, yeah, the the little animations that Not the characters the do when they've <laughs> when they've won a race, which is um, which are all really good and really well done. But then, yeah, that element of the voice stuff and sort of the tracks themselves being a bit like they're well designed, but in terms of what they're pulling from from the worlds of the shows, it is all slightly soulless in the sense of yeah. how it's all coming together too. It's like there literally is no reason for there to be a. Family Guy, King of the Hill, like this this weird sort of mix <laughs> sure. of these shows that they've chosen. And so I went back to uh, the Mario Kart mobile game after playing this. So every now mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll be inspired for whatever reason to dip back in on it. And it's, God, it's frustrating how much better of a, of a Mario Kart feeling game for the phone this is than the actual Mario mm. Kart mobile game. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's so annoying that it doesn't feel exactly like this. Like it's because it's all there. It's like the, these mechanics are like perfect for pl- 
playing this kind of game on a phone and even like having the little challenges in the in the races kind of feels like a bit of a concession towards like you're not really driving in the same way that you would be normally. Like you're not accelerating, you're not braking. Like yeah. you, you are losing a certain degree of finesse by not having a stick to kind of weave in and out and take corners. And so having little challenges I think is a really good way of overcoming that, that the racing just mm. in and of itself might feel a little flat if that's all you were doing. Like it's it's such a well designed package in every way for a mobile uh, for a, yeah for a mobile version of Mario Kart and then yeah going back into the Mario Kart tour it's got all its weird stuff that you have to pay money for and it's all like yeah. the cups are all timed and it's like I still can't really get my head around how it all works in terms of the way the cups are you know they disappear after a couple of days and all that other stuff um yeah it's 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 really frustrating, but this is a yeah. if you are if you were let down by Mario Kart Tour, this is this is the game for you. It's, it's um it's a really fun car racer. So strange and was kind of annoying to realize like oh this game is actually pretty good because I thought we'd just go like haha warped car racers is dumb and realizing like fuck I'm gonna have to actually talk about this. It's like <laughs> this this is one it's of the better games really I've good. played this it's, month. It's yeah. good. Like the, the the visuals are great. You know it's cell shaded yeah. with out changing the look of the characters right. much at all like it feels Runs. really really realistic to to or uh it feels like it honors the original cartoons uh runs well. really well on i've got an iphone 12 and it was just absolutely yep. hooning along yep yeah um what you else know what is strange say? speaking of the voice good. samples thing is uh luann uh does not speak in the game presumably yes. right. because they couldn't license Brittany Murphy's voice for whatever reason, which is weird when well, you well, for whatever that it's like <laughs> probably because she's dead. <laughs> well, sure, probably. Well, but I mean, <laughs> but, but I, no, like, like I don't really know how that whatever. works because all this stuff they haven't gotten people in; they've just yanked it from the show because they hold the rights to it. Like I don't mm. really get how it works. Where they, I don't know if they've had to clear this with anyone by the sounds of it. But uh, yeah, I, I assume don't know. that that when you sign certain uh, rights and royalties deals, they expire. After a certain point, if you don't re-up them. Maybe, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I looked into the developer of this game, and the only thing they've made previously is a mobile kart racer. Or, or a car racer, yeah, yeah. actually. It, it just looks like a racing game. Um, same interface. Like, I assume they've just done a, a reskinning job. But the reskinning job is cool. Like, it is funny mm. to play as Hank Hill. Mm. Like, I, 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 I'm enjoying it. And it's got the battle mode and uh, racing mode, yeah. so same as Mario yes. Kart. And there is multiplayer, which I haven't been able to get into a multiplayer game at all. Yeah, right. And I've tried a couple of times, and uh, that hasn't been uh, been working, or there hasn't been anyone playing it, so can't speak right. to that. But it's pretty fun, and yeah, if you've got Apple Arcade, it's free. So mm. uh, I just wish it went a bit further. I wish there were a few more, like yeah, get Bob's Burgers in there. Get you know, it'd be if it was kind of like stacked with those. Uh, properties that Fox owns, mm. I think it, you, you know, it, like that side of it would feel a little less <laughs> strange yeah. because. So, yeah. I believe Electric Square, who are these people too, also work on as an outside studio other sort of AAA games as well. So, oh, okay. Like, on their website, it's got like Sniper Elite 5 and Battlefield 2042 and some stuff like that oh. that they have also yeah, right. been 
uh, like I suppose collaborators on. Yeah, I wonder if they Assassin's yeah, Creed if they do mobile ports or or you know some of those games have apps tied to the games. But um, I yeah. think they've just come in and worked on it because then it's also got yeah Dead Nation and then like Forza Street and Hot Wheels ID. Yeah, Some right. More. There's a lot of people making video games out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We'll talk about more of them next week, even, I reckon. Yeah. We sure will. we got to wrap it up there for another week. If you head to Patreon, uh, you can get the bonus episode every week where we talk about all sorts of other pop culture as we mentioned the youtube channel get on there tons mm. and tons of videos if you're looking for some extra content the live show in melbourne on july the 2nd at comedy republic or uh streaming direct to you wherever you are in the world yeah get your tickets uh can't wait to yeah can't wait to see the filth at the show and uh yeah maybe we'll, we'll try and have a way where we can uh Interact with people who are um, streaming, yeah. watching it live at the time. Like maybe d- we'll try and get a little. I do think little ticker going or something. The way it's it should be streaming the way that we streamed our our last one that we did ourselves, which should have a chat uh, function. So mm. maybe we just have a laptop on stage and uh, yeah, because it would be we'll fun and, to yeah. interact with everyone uh, around the world yeah. and around Australia. You don't have to fly to mm-hmm. Melbourne if you're in Brisbane. You can just watch online. That's very true. Uh, yeah, filthycasuals.com.au. That's where you can find all the extra stuff that we have going on. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. <laughs> what would I do if I were a zombie in The Walking Dead? Well, I'd probably continue working on Death Stranding 3, which is what I'm currently doing. Thanks for the question. My name's Norman Reedus. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 